Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Want 20% discount on the best earplugs for exercise? Ultra earplugs go in your ears and stay in there. Go to ultraaudio.com, that's U-L-T-R-O, and use the discount code DOM20. That'll save you around $35. That's ultraaudio.com, U-L-T-R-O, and the discount code DOM20. Take us back to 1960, the, the Rome Olympics. First of all, how, how do you get there? You, you fly there? You go on the boat? How do you... <laughs> you fly there, right? Well, thank, thank God we, yeah, we flew there. <laughs> Because um, when, when guys like us at the time, we read all the stories, the previous Olympics, of the health, civic Olympics, everything, often they were in, in for a five- or six-week boat cruise. Mm. And, you know, the runners lost half their fitness. <laughs> and this, this was, it was <laughs> a lucky dip, virtually, whether they could compete well or do when they got there. Now, we, we did flu. Um, yeah, we did flu and we had... Boeing's or super constellations and things at the time. It's so, and it's so hot in Rome that the um, the marathon started when it was late late in the day, wasn't it? Well, the marathon. Yes, it's an interesting story of the marathon. Um, every if we were in Rome four weeks for the Great Olympics of Rome, and um, we're in Snell and Halberg within one hour. Um, did something the world had never seen before of winning two gold medals from a little country of two million people. But every day the temperature was something like 28 degrees every day. Mm. But it was what was beautiful Mediterranean heat. That was the difference. It wasn't humid heat like right. Auckland has. We have humid heat in Auckland. But it was beautiful heat. But it was hot, hot. Mm. And um, the thing was, of course, um, it was hot. Uh, now, the week before the marathon was the 150-mile cycle race. Now, one rider dropped dead during the race, probably with the heat. Uh, the suspicions around the village was that he had probably also on drugs. Right, were they were performance-enhancing drugs a thing even back then in oh, the 1960? Really? Absolutely. Yes, oh. they were. Yeah, I mean, some of those Russian women and that, they had more hair than you have. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, yeah, male steroids and, um, yes... I don't know if EBO was around in yeah. those days, but yeah, oh no, this this was part of the part, yeah drugs drugs were ripe, and um, in Eastern Europe particularly, you know, I have never seen a drug in my lifetime. So I, I competed for fifty four years as a runner, and I never seen one, mm. but they were everywhere. But because of that cyclist, all the marathon managers or the athletic managers of probably fifty countries in the world. Uh, went and protested and said, we will have a runner die if you're going to race them at 2 o'clock in the afternoon in, in Rome. Mm. In the heat, heat of the day, yeah. The heat, yeah, 2 o'clock. It was, it was 28 degrees and um, hot, hot. So they shifted the time till 5 o'clock. Now, at 5 o'clock. And at that time of the year, uh, September, in, in Italy, it got dark about 6.30. <laughs> so... Um, <laughs> We knew we were going to be running half the race in the dark. But anyway, they, they convinced the officials, the Olympic officials, yes, no, we will change it. We'll change it to um, 
five o'clock and make it cooler because it, it was more like eighteen degrees only. Right. So, so the so the run starts um, starts five p.m. What um, it gets dark at six thirty. So, yeah. how, how long did it take you? What was your time? Th- two. Two hours seventeen. Two hours yeah, seventeen. I, so I, the last forty-five minutes are in uh, uh, like pitch dark, pitch dark or pitch dark, right, right. pitch dark, and the and the last ten k is down called Via Appia, and um, it's very very spectacular because mm. you ran past the Colosseum, you ran you know, oh, and and all the famous things that we found, all yeah, the famous parts yeah. of Rome. It's a very historical city, but the thing was, there's no street lights in the Appian Way, <laughs> not not ever. And every about every 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 kilometre, there would be a hundred metres of cobblestones. Cobblestones are terrible to run on. Mm. They're raised about they go curves about three inches high, or whatever you know, five six centimetres high. And uh, with, but the thing is, what they had done to try and counter this, um, they had Roman soldiers posted for ten k, about every hundred metres down on each side of the road with a flaming torch. So it was quite spectacular. It, you know the route you're was taking. Virtually, it was virtually no, very little yeah, light. Yeah. Very, yeah, it was like running you know, just a bit, nearly pitch dark, but it was dark. You could just see the road in front of you. But the thing is, on the cobblestones, you couldn't see the cobblestones on the razor. Um, I think I prayed all the way every time I hit it. <laughs> you know? Did you have to? Did you have yeah. to like um like change your gait or anything to? Yeah. Oh yes. Oh yes. Yeah. Yes. No. I, I shortened. I, I halved the stride every time mm. we hit the cobblestones. So, what place were you in when it got when it got dark? Well, I started. I started the race very conservatively. Yeah. Um, <laughs> generally speaking, you know. A distance runner in his early days, he goes out and the gun goes and he goes. <laughs> so, uh, but along the way, you learn some very hard lessons. Um, it's not how you start that counts, <laughs> it's how you finish. <laughs> so I started very conservatively. Um, I don't know, there were 60 or 70 in the race, and it's probably at halfway, I was probably about 20th. Right. Um, wow. About 20th. And that, but the thing was, I was moving through, mm-hmm. you know, and... And then I was up to about tenth, and then by the time we hit thirty k mark, um, so it was still light then. Or was, um, it was dark no, then. No, it was dark okay. by the end at yeah. the thirty k mark. Mm-hmm. But there was about six guys that just went straight past us, mm. so we jumped on the back of them, and that made about a bunch of about nine. But that nine became eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two. And by the time we got to about thirty-two k, there was only only one guy with me, and I looked at his singlet. I could see he was a Russian, <laughs> and I found out after his pop off, he was one of the race favourites, yeah. and uh, fastest marathon runner in the world or something that year. Yeah, and it was just him and I. And then there was this drink station came up just as we turned the Appian Way, and <clears throat> he veered to grab a drink off the drink stable. I sprinted, ten <laughs> k to go. <laughs> I took off, and um, I just did it. You're feeling yes, good. Oh, yes, still, I was feeling yeah, good. Yeah. What I'd done um, up to that stage, I was in control because I call you know, the secret of success really is control, control, control. Yeah. If you lose it too early or too fast too early, uh, you blow up, and and once you're blowing up, you're gone, yeah. and it's history. So that was the best thing I could have done. What I didn't know was what place I was in. See, they, every 5K, wow. all the officials were yeah. out there calling times in Italian. 
you know, the, we had no such thing as a digital watch in, yeah, of course, in those yeah, no days. GPS. I looked at my watch, you know, and I could see it was 20 past six or something <laughs> because there's no, no other watches in the world in those days. But I didn't know where I was. And so I just, I just put my head down and I went for it. Every now and again, I'd see flash bulbs going up ahead. I thought that's a good sign because that could be the leaders that mm-hmm. were up there. True. Yeah, yeah. And so that's that's the and that's the way. And I just kept going and kept going, and um, managed to get up there. But then, so, you, so, you, so when you finished, you 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 weren't aware that you'd won bronze, but you must have thought you were there or thereabouts. Yeah, I had no idea yeah. what place I was in because. Yeah, the thing is, because it was dark, they'd banned all spectators from the course. So there was no one you could yell out to along the course. And all these officials, so they called your times every 5K in, in Italian. That didn't help. <laughs> and so you couldn't talk to them and say, what, where I, what place am I in, you know, as you went past those uh, the drink stations. So no, I, I never, never had a clue. So I had no idea when I crossed the finishing line where I was. And all of a sudden, you know, there was a big two-metre guy um, beside me who jumped over a barrier, raced out, and he must have been, I don't know if he's a hockey player or a New Zealand rower, and he slapped me on the back. He said, well done, Barry, well done, that's good, that's good. I said, where am I? <laughs> and he looked at me, if I was a bit stupid, and said, you're finished, it's okay. Oh, he thought you were delirious. Or he, he thought I was a bit delirious. Right, right. Where am I? <laughs> you know, you're at the finish of the Olympic marathon, Barry, was his thinking. My thinking was, where am I? Well, I'm to this place. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And there was a, a silence of about 20 seconds. He looked at me, put his, he'd give me a hug, and Barry, you've just got the bronze. Congratulations. I probably had a tear in my eye at that time. Really? It, yeah. it, it was yeah. um, because it was... You would know the relief that you feel when you've achieved or done something, mm. or as compared to failure. Mm. You know, we've all been through failure. Mm. Were you a medal hopeful? Do you think at the start line, or in the, <coughs> leading up to it, what was your expectation? Yeah, I probably wasn't rated in the first twenty. Really, for world, wow, world's rankings and world class year, world standing. The, the year before, so 1959, I think that's when you made your marathon debut, and it was like two hours thirty or two hours thirty-one. About two thirty-six. Yeah, how? <laughs> Yeah, how, how did you lose 20 minutes in a year? Training. <laughs> Just training. Mm. Yeah. I mean, Lydia knew everything. Mm. So it was a historic, historical marathon in, in the fact that um, it was the first African to ever win a gold medal and the first athlete to ever win a marathon, uh, win a race in bare feet in, in Olympics. Yeah, that can't have been nice on the cobbles. And, and uh, yeah, that Rome Olympic marathon is rated about the second or third greatest marathon of the century. So um, I feel encased in history, really. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.